ATX Ahead, presented by the Austin Business Journal, exploring the future of Austin and the challenges we face. Brought to you by Cascadia Capital, the investment bank of choice for business leaders, the business litigation law firm of Kane and Scarnulis, and by Trimbuilt Construction, building Austin since 1984. Hello, welcome back to the ATX Ahead podcast, where we take a closer look at the issues shaping the future of the Austin area. This is Will Anderson, Managing Editor of Austin Business Journal. Today, we're talking about an important subject, philanthropy, the business of giving. As the Austin economy flourishes and the population booms, its philanthropic scene is evolving as well. The Austin Metro is home to many charitable foundations that donate millions and millions of dollars every year to issues and communities they care about. In other words, following the money shows you what wealthy individuals and powerful companies care about. Consider what Michael Dell, the billionaire founder and CEO of Dell Technologies, had to say in mid-May when he and wife Susan helped open the expanded Dell Jewish Community Center. Susan and I were among the immigrants to Austin in the 1980s. And one of the things that we noticed was that, among other friends, was that Austin didn't really have a center for Jewish life and community like we had experienced in the places where we grew up. For me, that was Houston, Texas, the JCC on Braveswood, and for Susan, that was the J in Dallas. And so we wanted that. We wanted a center for Jewish life and Jewish community and Jewish culture in Austin. And so we're thrilled today to see all of this come together. For all of its prosperity, Austin still has its issues to contend with, from the skyrocketing cost of housing to systemic racial discrimination. For this episode of the ATX Ahead podcast, we interviewed Mike Nellis, CEO of Austin Community Foundation, a major grant giver and facilitator for the region's nonprofit sector. Mike, hey, how are you? Thanks for joining us on the ATX Ahead podcast. Oh, I'm great. Thanks so much, uh, Will, for the invitation. I'm glad to be with you today. So you run what is, by our accounts, the third largest philanthropic foundation in Austin, certainly just one of the largest uh, giving organizations in town. So why don't we start there? Can you give me the tour of what Austin Community Foundation does? Sure. We're a 45-year-old organization. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and we have been around this community and have been investing in this community for a long time. Um, It's really hard to describe what the Community Foundation does in a short kind of snippet, but essentially what boils down to we do three things. We use data to identify what are the biggest challenges in the region. The second thing we do is that we partner with key leaders in the nonprofit sector, the private sector, and the public sector to look at that data, identify kind of what promising solutions are to challenges in our region. And then the third thing is we invest in those solutions. We are lucky enough to be able to partner with roughly 1,300 philanthropists in Central Texas to make up the Community Foundation and deploy that capital in great solutions to make Austin a better place for everybody. Uh, no, that, that was great. What do you mean you can't describe it succinctly? Though? There, there you go. Um, well, that was the best I could do. It's, it's complicated depending on where you come from and where you sit in this community to really uh, understand kind of who we are and what we do. 
I think you touched on a couple of really interesting points about philanthropy for us as a business journal. One, it's a it's kind of a convener of ideas and people, philanthropy in general, where it brings together influential, often wealthy people to figure out where they can spend their money, where they can donate, and also brings together ideas of how can you tackle serious issues like inequity, racial injustice, things like that. So um, I like how you didn't even begin really with the um, the monetary side. It was more about data and uh, and bringing people together. Yeah, for us, the measure of impact isn't how big your balance sheet is or whether you're the first or second or third largest foundation in, in the community. And it's really about how are we moving the needle on specific issues and, and challenges in our community? And how are we partnering with others to do that? One of the great things about the Community Foundation is that we really don't do anything by ourselves. Our goal really is to partner with others to make great things happen in the region. Although I am going to put the big number up there because I was just looking at your uh, latest annual report and it was $53 million in grant giving in 2022, I believe, which would have been about, you know, 43, 44% up from 2019 in the past uh four years, call it, when there was $37 million in grant giving. So uh, ACF has certainly grown in its influence, and um, certainly there are programs and partnerships uh, we can talk about. But the organization has grown as a whole at a time when the economy has grown a lot here, that the population has boomed. So as Austin has grown, so has its philanthropic you know, heart, I guess. Yeah, we're real fortunate to be able to be in a growing community and the and uh, our organization is growing at that pace. And, you know, we know that the the wealth in this community and the sort of economic engine of Austin hasn't lifted all boats and hasn't been equitably distributed across the region. You know, yeah. we, we really believe and subscribe to the idea that talent is really distributed evenly across a region, but certainly, you know, opportunity is not. And so that's really what we're trying to do is to, is to level that playing field and make sure that, that capital is equitably deployed across the region. Let's get into that and see about if there's ways that we can kind of talk about Austin's growth and, and even, you know, if you want to use examples about how you guys are tackling those issues. As we both noted, Austin is changing a lot. Uh, in fact, we just reported on the latest census numbers that talked about Austin being the 10th largest city in the United States. We know we've yeah. been on the verge for a while. Other places have shrunk a little bit. So Austin's the 10th largest city. We're in the top 10. Not the top 10 largest metro sizes, but it, it's a big city now. Um, no one can deny that. When I look at lists of like the most generous cities, the most giving cities, which can have all sorts of you know, uh, criteria and methodology that goes into that. You know, I don't, you can't say that they're foolproof lists, but I don't see Austin in the top 10 of most giving cities, most charitable cities. And I sometimes think that there's this perception that uh, there's a lot of new money in Austin or that, you know, it's just grown so quickly that we don't have the philanthropic base of a place like Minneapolis, Atlanta, etc. So as we think about changing Austin and we think about what organizations like Austin Community Foundation do, how is philanthropy changing in Austin? In recent years, are there new initiatives, new ways of thinking about philanthropy that you think are adapting alongside the city? Well, the first thing I would say is that I think Austin is a really generous community. We have incredible uh, philanthropic organizations. We have great corporations that have been investing in Central Texas for generations. We have incredible nonprofits that are doing 
just really, really hard, hard work in an environment that is changing so quickly because of growth. So I think that, first of all, we do have a really great community here and a great giving community. I would say that there's an opportunity for, you mentioned a lot of the new companies and new individuals that are moving to town. There's a great opportunity to invest in the success of this region and to really put roots down in Central Texas. The folks that have been the most successful here are those that have invested their time, their talent, and financially in this community over many, many years. And so, you know, one of the things that we would encourage new folks to do that are brand new to town is to find a way to engage, find a way to volunteer, serve on boards, and make a meaningful financial investment in your new home. This is the place that you're going to call home and that your company is going to call home and your employees are going to call home. And so make those deep-rooted investments in our community. I think that's part of the classic playbook of, of expanding to an area or wanting to grow your your influence as a company in an area is to get involved in the community, to learn what its needs are, to figure out how you can help. And are you, I guess, are you seeing that from uh, from the new corporate citizens of Austin? Do you have any examples of that? Yeah, absolutely. And first, I want to recognize that there are so many companies that have given here for a long, long time, and they should be given so much credit for their long-time investment in the infrastructure and sort of the social fabric of our community. There are new folks coming to town every single day, and they're really trying to find their way and, and understand what the landscape looks like and how they can make the biggest imprint and impact given what they do and the size of their workforce, the size of their giving. And so we welcome that and we, we encourage that. Yeah, and I certainly don't mean to intimate that Austin isn't a philanthropic city. As you said, there are many companies, um, one of the biggest givers are the Dells, right, who uh, Michael Dell has built, one of the most successful, well-recognized companies in America, right here from Austin, now based in Round Rock. My point being just that I'm not sure if the reputation of that has caught up yet nationally, but you're right, there are some some kind of lions of philanthropy and organizations, including ACF, that have made huge strides in donating to uh, worthy causes over the years. And I think that's definitely worth recognizing. Yeah, I, th- I think that we are, you know, as a community, all of this rapid growth has come so quickly and it feel, you know, even though we've been growing for decades, it feels like recently there's just been a, a massive influx of people and companies. Other folks are sort of finding out about the gem that is Austin, Texas at this point. And so I think that, not only does that bring opportunity, but it also brings challenges to our region. And so, for example, you know, I, I think it's uh, everyone knows that affordable housing and housing in, in Central Texas is a challenge today and will become a challenge tomorrow. And I think that companies can find meaningful ways to invest in affordable housing in the region. The Community Foundation, we are launching uh, an affordable housing fund here in the future. And the idea is it gives everyone a way to invest in great solutions to make sure that everyone can live affordably in this city that has done so much for so many. Yeah, I hear a lot of business people, our readers, that talk about affordability as the biggest issue facing Austin. Because if employees can't live here, if um, if, you, if if artists can't live here, the, the ones who have given Austin much of its reputation, it doesn't matter how many companies you have here because then no one can afford to live in the city. I think that one of the concerns that that a lot of people have is that with so many people moving here, the people that 
make Austin what it is and kind of create the fabric of our community are being pushed out and have been pushed out. And so we've got to find a way to meaningfully invest in affordable housing infrastructure in this community and ensure that what makes Austin unique is retained. How do you do that? How does a, an organization like ACF invest in affordable housing? Is this the the impact investing you guys talk about with low interest loans that I've read some about? It is, yeah. I mean, one of the things that we're doing is the affordable housing space feels very complicated and it is complicated. And that's why sometimes philanthropists say like, ah, I'm not sure that that's for me. It feels yeah. like it's a, it's a government solution or, you know, it's a money pit and that like, I'm just not sure how to invest. And so what we're doing is we're creating a fund that allows for individuals and companies to donate into this fund that will recycle. So the idea is that it will provide very, very low interest loans to affordable housing developers here in the region and allow for them to keep rents and home ownership that rates very, very low. And it is a one-time investment in a piece of community infrastructure. So really once we set it up, it starts making loans and that capital just recycles over and over and over again. So that goes to developers, you said. So folks like uh, foundation communities or others who create like uh, affordable housing that's set for people at certain income levels. Is, is that yep. foundation communities, Habitat for Humanities, those types of nonprofit developers that are established here that have been doing great work and continue to build affordable housing in the region. ATX Ahead, presented by Cascadia Capital, the investment bank of choice for business leaders providing trusted financial advisory services to entrepreneurs, family business owners, and financial sponsors for more than 20 years. The business litigation law firm of Kane & Scarnulis PLLC, handling high-profile, high-stakes, and mission-critical matters for you and your business. Learn more at cstrial.com. And by Trimbuilt Construction, building Austin since 1984. Visit us at trimbuilt.com or call 512-689-7881. Let's start the conversation about your project. To your point, I feel like some people might throw up their hands when they hear affordable housing, but that's a way that... Well, someone who's concerned about that can put their money where their mouth is too. Yeah, and, and, and we feel, the Community Foundation, we feel like affordable housing is something that people deserve. It is the sort of underpinning and the sort of framework for economic mobility for families. And it's a way for people to start to build what we call, we, you know, we say it's a way for people to start to build wealth in the region. And when we say wealth, we don't mean, you know, huge amounts of wealth. But what we mean is, is that people can start saving for a rainy day and stop living paycheck to paycheck. You had mentioned earlier the kind of inequitable distribution of Austin's, you know, economic prosperity. And I think about certain communities, certain places in Austin that haven't seen the same amount of investment that you see in downtown towers. What role does charity play, does charitable giving play in tackling like these really big systemic issues? We just talked about one, affordable housing, but there are other things like racial inequity, you know, sexism. What role is charitable giving? And is ACF doing anything around that? Well, the first thing I would say is that addressing racism and racial justice is, is something that everyone needs to be a part of. 
We all need to be focused on that, whether you're in the nonprofit sector or the private sector or the public sector. It's something that we all should be focused on in this community. In terms of philanthropy, you know, the way that we should be, at least the way that the Community Foundation thinks about it, is that we want to, one, center the voice of people who are most greatly impacted by structural racism um, and inequities in our community. And so what that means is, is that partnering, we want to partner with leaders in the black community and the Hispanic community and other communities that have been marginalized in central Texas to identify what are the things that they need to be successful because those leaders and those individuals are going to know best what their community needs. They are trusted advisors and they are people who know their communities and are trusted by their communities. So centering their voices is the first thing. And the second thing is partnering with them to deploy capital in ways that they choose, not ways that we choose, but ways that they choose. And so making sure that they are at the center of all decision-making when it comes to how money is deployed in this community. And so when we think about philanthropy, it's really how do you get money closest to the communities that have been most greatly impacted by uh, systemic racism? That's an interesting way to frame it. And I see that, you know, the Black Fund that ACF has uh, been instrumental in creating just awarded $355,000 to 21 organizations in, in March. And I guess that's the example of exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great partnership that we've established with members of the Black community. And, and frankly, I would encourage you to have Kendra Garrett, who is the founder of the Black Fund, on this podcast to talk about her experience, why the Black Fund was founded by her, why it was important for her to partner with the Community Foundation. But really it's put, again, it's sort of putting their voices first and in the center so they know best how to deploy capital. Um, the Black Fund was a, was a great example of that. The committee decided what the framework was for how proposals would be evaluated how and when money would be deployed. And we're just getting started. So, you know, while we made that first tranche of grants, we're going to start putting additional money out in the next handful of months. And so we'll just continue to build the fund and get as much money out into the Black community as we possibly can. That's a great idea on a future podcast guest. You guys have also established the Hispanic Impact Fund. Funds designed, you know, basically, like you said, to tackle longstanding systematic inequities. So... Yeah, the Hispanic Impact Fund has been around a little longer than the Black Fund. Um, it is generally the same concept. We're raising capital from lots of different places in this community and then working with the Hispanic community to determine sort of what the greatest needs are in their community and how to most efficiently and effectively deploy those dollars. Yeah, exactly. Kind of the first point you had made about um, trying to figure out what the needs are of the community, the, the days of kind of cutting a, a big check and then it going off into the world and not worrying about it seem over, that it needs to be an in intentional kind of strategy. Well, and that's why we, at the Community Foundation, we say that we are data-led, but community-informed. And the idea is that we're starting with data, but that lived voice, that lived experience, uh, and that voice is you know, is really important because the data doesn't always tell the whole story. Yeah. And that lived experience and that voice is another data point that is critical in terms of capital deployment.
Leaning on your data and your experience there, I kind of mentioned earlier that a lot of people have told us affordability is the biggest issue, but I wonder if you could just like kind of reality check me or maybe tell me from the data if that's something you guys ask about. Like, What are the biggest issues that are facing Austin right now? So certainly it's affordability and that looks like a lot of different things. I think transportation also uh, effective and affordable transportation is a growing challenge for the community. But one of the others that people don't really think about all that often is affordable childcare. We live in a childcare desert here in Central Texas. And when you think about the building blocks of economic security for a family, affordable childcare is really important when you've got parents that need to work. And if they don't have access to high quality, low cost childcare that is close to them, that makes it really, really difficult for them to continue to work. It makes it a real challenge for a one income family for sure and a two income family. So I think that the affordable childcare piece is really important. And the mayor has said publicly that it is going to be a very important part of his administration is finding solutions to this childcare desert that we live in. Well, I think the pandemic also showed a lot of us just what childcare looked up, you know, close and personal. So um, th- those are great points. Mike, anything else you want to add on the state of philanthropy and, and ACF at the moment? We live in a really generous, great community. We've got a wonderful group of really giving philanthropists here in Central Texas. And my ask is that for folks to give and keep giving, that's what makes Austin a really great, unique place to live. Well said. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. ATX Ahead, presented by the Austin Business Journal, exploring the future of Austin and the challenges we face. Brought to you by Cascadia Capital, the investment bank of choice for business leaders, the business litigation law firm of Kane and Scarnulis, and by Trimbuilt Construction, building Austin since 1984.